And I'm Miriam Soyla Perez, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you something from Latinx artists that we love, and this week we're a little bit of a hot mess express, so we just <laughs> pulled some random ass shit together, yep. like a random shit that we're yep. into, random shit we've been meaning to bring on the show, and we're starting off with... Something that I'm truly obsessed with lately just came out. This is Henna by Lucrecia Dahl. Let's take another listen. off an album that came out last week. It's called I by Lucrecia Dahl. She's Colombian based in Berlin. And um, I have to say, I uh, go through periods sometimes in life where new music just like doesn't click for me. And like, I've learned to accept that like every once in a while that happens to me, like where like, I don't know, just like nothing is like really doing it for me very much. And part of it has to do with like, you know, sometimes if something doesn't click for a while, then I stop looking and it's sort of like a, s- a spiral. But like, um, I really I like, hate it like when that happens. The trends aren't clicking with you? No, I don't think the trends. I firmly believe that there's always like there's so much music in the world. You know, yeah. it's just like there's sometimes where like I am not finding it or like I'm not looking for it as much. And like because I'm not as excited about music that I find I'm not like looking for more and it sort of like builds upon itself and like I get into funks like not really being able to find new music that I, like does that thing for me or I'm just like oh my god this is so fucking dope like it's doing something mm. new or something that like interesting or like hits something for me and um, I've sort of felt that way for the last few months. I don't think because there hasn't been good music out. It's just like right. a personal funk that like happens sometimes for me. Yeah. 
And yeah. I've learned to accept it. Like, it's, like, seasons. It's not most of the time. But, like, every few years I get, like, a few months where I'm just, like, meh. You know? And I'm not connecting with music in the same way. And, like I said, I've learned to accept it. But I really, truly hate it. And so this um, album that came out last week, I think, is, like, jolting me out of that a little bit. Because I am so, so into this. This is so fucking beautiful. Um... Lucrecia Dahl, like I said, is Colombian, but based in Berlin. And these songs are um, sort of like very, in some sense, traditional, like uh, boleros and sones and um, like sort of part of like work with a traditional like Latinx songbook sound, but um, are experimenting with them in a way mm-hmm. that is very new and very much um, in conflict with this idea that like tradition remains really static. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just like doing something really beautiful for me. And um, I read this review that Isabelia, Isabel Herrera had on Pitchfork, who's a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And, um, she talks about how like these are songs to like sit in like this 1940s smoky lounge listening to them and like I just it makes me really sad that concerts aren't like that anymore like I want to like sit at a table and like drink a Manhattan and like smoke smoke a cigarette even though I think that's disgusting and I don't actually want to do that but I do want to I do actually want to sit at a table and drink a Manhattan and like watch somebody sing a beautiful fucking song right um right lounge singers yeah 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 yeah. but this is so beautiful to me interesting experimental boleros and like it's you know already how i feel about boleros so this Mm -hmm. is just like really hitting at something that i'm like absolutely and then it's also i think coming at the right time because in the fall and like as it's like getting colder i love like the sort of like more experimental like slower sounds right i'm just like more receptive to it and um yeah i just this whole album is so fucking beautiful i really think it may be my favorite album of the year honestly wow like it came out a week ago but i'm just like this is it go listen to it i highly recommend it Bold statements. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. Shout out Lucrecia Dalt, man. Love this shit. Yeah. You are really like way more attentive to new music than I am. Like none of the music, actually one of the songs here is like newer, but it's really like very little to do with my listening habits. I think that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Like difference between the two of us. Mm -hmm. So my first song for this episode is not, yeah, it's not new at all. It's um, an older song by Jesse Joy who I've brought to the show before. This song is called Quiereme Despacito. Let's take a listen. Sábado en mi habitación Escuché nuestra canción Puse acelera mi palpitación La noche pide algo más Y dime Tantas veces 
So I picked songs for this episode, just going back to this like very long playlist I have called Para Radio Menea, where I just like put things that I come across and then I don't remember why or what, and then sometimes it ends up on the show and sometimes it doesn't, and there's like 300 songs now <laughs> over all this time. Um, but the reason I, I they stood out to me, I mean, I like the song, is that I came across an article, a Billboard article about like... Um, Latin, Latino artists and like when they came out and Jesse I know not Jesse Joy <laughs> um, is uh, queer and has a wife and has a kid um, with um, her partner so yeah. I did not know that and I was like ooh fun like I love knowing about new queer artists she came out in 2019 I just missed the news about that so um, but you're not like on the gay newspaper seeing all the new outings in the last <laughs> 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 um, I missed it somehow. I missed it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't like follow them on social media. You know, those yeah, maybe yeah. would let me know. So, um, but yeah, I, I like them. The there. Love it newly out. Or newly I know, right? Gay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love, love it. Love a, love a gay artist. Um, and yeah, I like these two. They're Mexican. They're, you know, like a Mexican pop duo. They have this like kind of soulful thing. Some things they do sound a little bit country, like. I, I like their country-ish stuff. Yeah. You know, I have like a little weird soft spot for country music. For country music, yeah. So yeah, love, love a new family, you know? Love people we can count count in our community, so. Sweet. Why, Vera, why are we Hot Mess Express? We didn't really say. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, I'm going to blame travel mostly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, um, I've been like traveling the last few weeks and I used to this used to be really normal for me pre-pandemic to like go on like all these Mm -hmm. work trips all the time and I sort of hated it then but I was used to it um and now I am not used to it and I sort of like got myself in a situation where I like went on like you know like three weeks away from home Mm -hmm. and it's just been like pretty exhausting emotionally um and you know just feeling like a lot of anxiety and we were like you know had like all of our themes picked out for a little bit but then like we ran out and then we're like oh my god what are we gonna do (laughs) (laughs) we'd like both been traveling and been like ah so you know we're just like let's do whatever the fuck random shit we want so yeah that's what i was like last night i was like at like 11 i wasn't even home yet i was like traveling back from Miami. I was with family for the last week and it's like, what do we do? So I feel like after six and a half years, we deserve a like random eclectic episode that has no cohesive theme. So I mean, here you go, it, y'all. If I do say so myself, we put together some nice shit, you know? So yeah. Yeah. What can I, I think say? we did good. We did good. <laughs> um, okay. What's next for you? So the next song that I have is one that I'm bringing because I wanted to talk a little bit about like the hot mess express that's happening in LA. My God. Um, And um, if y'all, I'm sure y'all have been following the news that LA city council has had like a really intense um, time recently after the LA city council president, who was the first Latina to ever be 
uh, the city council president, like, was recorded. There was some leaked audio where she was saying these deeply, deeply racist, like, particularly anti-Black and anti-Indigenous things. And other people right. on the city council were part of the conversation were sort of, like, partaking in all of this fucked up behavior. Um, and this song by Las Cafeteras is sort of like a love song to Oaxaca, um, and they were particularly like making fun of indigenous people from Oaxaca. Um, so uh, this song is called Oaxaca Love Song, and it's by Las Cafeteras. Let's take a listen. Todo brilla y se come con tortilla. Medianito como queso por sentir solo un beso. El de chocolate como me bate y late. Me los como a besitos Sopita de tortilla con tomate nunca fría that was leaked no it was audio from a year ago so it wasn't like particularly new yeah do we know anything about who or why i don't think anybody knows the who i mean there's an election coming up like but it's not them you know i think it's a mayoral election but it's obviously affecting the mayoral election right um yeah i you know i have to say there's um i'm not you know, I've spent not that much time in LA and I'm not super in tune with like LA city politics, but um, it was around a conversation around redistricting and mm. um, Latinos have had, uh, you know, historically in LA, like really little political power compared to how many Latinos live there. Right. And um, districting and redistricting is like, you know, like how the lines are drawn is like how you draw political power. And this conversation was um, was recorded, was a conversation about redistricting and how to draw lines. But I think the thing that was really hard to hear is, um, you know, I, I don't think that it would be bad to think about redistricting as a way to solidify Latinx political power. I think that, like, that's understandable. But the thing that was really hard to hear and really ugly is that they were thinking about how to do it at the expense of Black political power, which is so misguided and unstrategic. And, I mean, obviously it's racist, (laughs) you know? Yeah, right. um, But it just, like, really, um, I think, shone a light on 
like some divisions that uh, have always been there. Um, and it's just it's just really unfortunate also because it's um, it, like the people who stand to gain the most from uh, the, like who stands to gain the most from people and communities of color and you know like ethnic communities being divided against each other are white people and white supremacy. That's the thing. So it's just really devastating. And that's why I say like, it's like unstrategic and stupid even like, even if it wasn't racist, which it is, it's like deeply racist, deeply ugly, deeply anti-black and anti-indigenous. It's just politically stupid and misguided. I know. I know. I know. That's the thing that I think gets me so much is that it's kind of like that divide and conquer mentality, you know, like, and I mean, that's how white supremacy works. It makes some people feel close, you know, the close, the more proximity whiteness you have, the more propensity you have to, to play out these, you know, racist um, tropes. And even these people who wouldn't, I think in the U S ever be considered white, have that sort of sense of proximity to whiteness. And so, um, so yeah, I'm like, you know, whoever leaked that could easily have been, like some fucking Republicans, you know, because it's because of the, I mean, it also could have very well been like black and indigenous activists, but, um, but yeah, it's easily to see how that just, yeah, it just solidifies power for, for the right basically, which is what's so horrible about the way these, um, yeah, the way racism plays out and the way colorism plays out. So, yeah, I mean, I think so it was an internal conversation with these folks. So I'm pretty sure it was somebody that's like on their team. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, it's, it's not, unlikely. I yeah, know. but it's you know, this is like somebody, my like Cointel Pro would be in that conversation. <laughs> sort of like the Cointel Pro conspiracy stuff, you know, of like, oh, they're within our movements and they're trying to divide us. You know, I don't think that that's what's happening in this particular moment. But I, I know it, you know, it's happened before and when like people yeah, yeah, really yeah. capitalize on divisions within um, a certain group to then, yeah, to disperse the power that they have. So, yeah, so, yeah. it's really devastating. Although I wish I could say that I was surprised. It's really yeah. unsurprising. And it's like, ultimately, like you're saying, like, this is like the promise of Misty Sahe, right? That like, you right. too can be white, like you too can have this power, you too can oppress other people, right? Like, Ugh. it's, um, it's deeply misguided. And it's fucked up behavior. And it's also like, the way that like, Latinidad is sort of like, has been set up or like, mestizaje has been like, really set up in Latin America to function. And um, those ideas are all like, you know, really deeply ingrained in uh, people from Latin America and the diaspora. And, you know, even like, I, I think that Nuri Martinez, the this woman who, um, who's like, really terrible audio, was sort of like the star of this, the LA City Council president. I think she was born in LA. I think her parents were mm-hmm. um, were immigrants. Um, right. But like that shit's like, it's so um, it's so deeply ingrained and uh, so rarely questioned. Um, I think within our communities, obviously, yeah. I think now more than ever, like there are there is like a loud and. Um, and vibrant community of people who are doing so. And they're, you know, like there always have been. Um, yeah. But it's just so deep. And I am so devastated that I am not surprised, you know, to hear right. this coming out from yeah. somebody like Nuri Martinez. It's very sad, Ugh. but, sh- you know, not shocking. And so she resigned, right? 
She did resign. And she so did, did the resign, people that she was talking to, I think? No, the people that she's talking to have not resigned. And okay. at first, she didn't even resign. She just resigned her spot the, as president and right, not the city yeah. council. And then, like, it took a lot more for her to, like, right. actually resign as yeah. a council member. But the other people have not resigned. She didn't even apologize. I was like, like, I saw her thing. She's like, I hope that I can be an inspiration to little Latina girls. Oh, yeah, that last sentence. Like, what? Like, there's that meme from Euphoria where, like, Maddie's like, bitch, you better be joking. Because, like, that's that's how I felt. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? An inspiration? Like, you need to, like, slink away and go to therapy and, like, talk to some people about, like, your anti-Indigenous and anti-Black sentiments. Like, not be an inspiration weirdo yeah yeah Ooh, such a nasty mess such a nasty mess but anyway this um song by las cafeteras is like really an ode uh, uh, to oaxaca where a lot of the folks that nuri martinez was uh, you know implicitly dunking on um are um you know, are from. So shout out to Oaxaca, shout out all of the resistance, all like black and indigenous resistance mm-hmm. that's happening right now in LA and also all the like the Latinx people who like are also not on board with this and are joining right. in speaking with out the, yeah. uh, with like the horror, you know, like being horrified and, yeah. and protest and speaking out. So um, sure. Just wanted to make sure to also talk about that because it is wild and unfortunately just so common. Yep. All right. I feel like we need a, like a palate cleanser after that. What mess. is the palate cleanser? <laughs> I think you it's have a little one bit of Spanish. I do. It's some old school <laughs> reggaeton by Niejo. This is called Isi La Ves. Let's take a listen. Y si la ves caminando por ahí, pensará que ella es feliz, pero pregúntale y te va a decir que no es así. Te va a decir que no puede vivir sin mí. Y si la ves caminando por ahí, pensará que ella es feliz, pero pregúntale y te va a decir que no es así. Te va a decir que no puede vivir sin mí. Aparente y alegadamente frente a la gente se ve contenta Pero según la historia cuenta por la noche se cuenta bien triste ¿Por qué? Porque el macho que ella ama no es el que la desviste Me dicen que se pasa oyendo la radio, viendo televisión A ver si por casualidad le dedico una canción No sé qué fue lo que pasó pero peleábamos por todo Y la relación se jodió yo me busco otra novia, ella se buscó otro novio, pues de obvio que le hacen falta las mamás de bollo, una vuelta eterna toyo como en los viejos días, oyendo a Willy Colón y a esto le llama triste y vacía, el volumen alto fue tener el equipo, dile al tipo, que los chavos que él te da yo te los quito, quiero ni que la vida como desea Frankie Ruiz, si la ves por ahí, pregúntale y te va a decir, y si la ves caminando por ahí, pensará que ella es feliz. So yeah, this is just some classic Niejo that I really like and I do love Niejo he's a great reggaeton artist and this song has a really good beat drop which I like when it like takes a few minutes and then it's like yes you know um and um yeah I just this has been on my list forever and here it is Niejo is like one of those uh, um 
rappers whose flow is so easy mm. to him that mm-hmm. it is um, incons- inconspicuously like just like actually very talented in right. terms of like his literal rapping skill. Like right. the one that always gets me is um, No Quiero Novio because mm-hmm. I fucking love that song. Mm-hmm. And like trying to like <laughs> flow along with it, like it's just like was like damn, you know, like you know, yeah. like it's yeah. a hard, but it sounds so easy to him because like, like the level easy. of breath control mm-hmm. and skill that he just has is like truly incredible. I yeah. I just I fucking love Yeho. Yeah. Agreed. Did He's you know the song? Like, clever and witty and funny, like just can't not enough good things that i have to say about him did you recognize this song i did i did yeah 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 no it's that's it it's it's yeah he makes it look effortless or makes it sound effortless and it's definitely not yeah yeah for sure i um one of the Nieho has this song that he did with um bad bunny and bj sinsuela who is a puerto rican rapper who i also adore Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who's like he's a, a whole doctor. doctor. Yeah, he's like a whole doctor. <laughs> I follow like, him went on to medical Instagram. school and became I a doctor know. for his mom, and then it's like, sorry, I'm gonna be a rep. <laughs> I think he still, I think he still works though, because I feel like during the pandemic he started doing doing medical stuff again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he still practices. He's like low key, like a successful rapper and also a doctor. Amazing, love that. The him. ideal son-in-law, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everybody loves to have a rapper for a son-in-law. I mean, I would. <laughs> I mean, he seems pretty like you know on the up and up in terms of his lifestyle, so it's yeah, not always yeah. easy to do as a as a rapper. But yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, I really um, I love that. I love that that Nieho, But he's still making music. He's this is a little bit older, but Nieho's like current shit is dope. Also, is what yeah, I'm trying to say. This is definitely older. Yeah, for sure. All right, what's next for you? So my next song is super random as per, you know, the theme of this episode. Um, I'll tell you all a little bit more about it after we take a listen to it. This is Prefuse 73 Reads the Books, which is a collaboration between sort of experimental hip-hop producer Prefuse 73 and, you know, folktronica duo, The Books. This song is called Paginados. Damn, son, that was nope. All right, yeah. Women's lying in.
So this is super random. I <laughs> haven't listened to the books in a very long time. The books um, are like a couple of white guys who I think um, met in New York City. One of them, I think, maybe Dutch. But um, they, um, in like the early 2000s, they were making these albums that were, one of them is a cellist and the other one um, does all this stuff with like found uh, audio and I think also plays a guitar and um, just makes this like really like experimental sort of erudite music that I really loved, you know, like in... Um, it's still like, you know, like in like 2002, that was like my shit, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, Prefu 73 is this hip hop pro- producer who, um, who has, his mother is Cuban. He's from Miami mm-hmm. and they did this collaboration EP called Prefu 73 reads the books. And it's like, Pagina Uno, Pagina Dos, like every song oh. is a page, like up until Pagina Ocho, mm-hmm. um, and it's just very, very beautiful to me. Um, and I just randomly listened to the books the other day. I have um, I have uh, one of their albums on vinyl and remembered this collaboration. And then I was like, you know, in some sort of Wikipedia hole about the books and about Prefu 73 and realized that he was Cuban from Miami. And I was like, oh, did not know that. So... When you were like, okay, we got to pick some random ass shit for this episode. I was like, <laughs> I have some random ass shit. <laughs> um, love it. Love a Cuban artist from Miami. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There. His like dad is Catalan and his mom is like Cuban and Irish, you know? So it's like, yeah, whatever, but he's from Miami. So whatever, you, you know, know, he's like rolls. Yeah. ensconced in the culture. <laughs> I'm going to say. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this is some weird shit, but here we are, you know. You know how is, I love some weird you, shit. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> and this is what makes it what makes it work. I, I met somebody recently, like a new friend, um, who was asking me about like wanting to she's Latina, wanting to know about more like independent Latina artists, Latinx artists, and I was like, Oh, you're gonna love Veto's picks on our show because she has mm-hmm. the most I don't know that she's into this kind of thing, but like you're always on sort of on top of like the indie artist stuff, so yeah, I mean, um, indie can mean so many things, so it just yeah. really depends. So shout out Yale if you're listening. I don't know. If she's listening yeah, to the show, shout but... out to you if you're listening. If you're listening, also go check out Songmas. Songmas is like the king That's of like Mesena Indie out there. So That's true. That's shout true. Shout out our compa Rixi, who's like yeah. traveling South America as we speak, like talking to like every living the life. indie artist that he can find. Really living the life. I love it. All right, well, we're going to go from this like weird experimental shit to something you're probably hearing on the radio if you're listening to the latin radio right now um which is my pick it's called la bachata and it's by manuel turizo te lo que insta pero por otra cuenta veo tus historias tu numero lore no sepa que si me lo sé memoria me hiciste daño Casi te extraño Y aunque sé que un día te voy a olvidar Aún no lo hago Es complicado Con lo que hicimos me gusta recordar Ando manejando por las calles que me besaste Oyendo las canciones que un día me dedicaste Te diría que volvieras pero eso no se pide 
So I like Mano Turiso. I've followed him for a while. He's Colombian, um, and he's doing a little bachatica here. It just kind of shows you, I think, the level of um, you know mainstream attention that bachata has gotten. And this is not a song that I like. I only it was one of those radio earworms. Like I heard it enough times that I was like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, I like this because it's on. Like I listen to you know sometimes I listen to like compilation mixes on you know Spotify of like Latin this Latin that and it was just on every single list and I was like what is this and then I was like oh, okay uh-huh. he's got so, somebody that's putting him on all the playlists yeah he's, he's getting good, he's got good yeah, people at the label yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah and he's he's on the radio so he's doing you know he's he's got the machine behind him but I like it I like it I think it's you know what's so fun. interesting is that I have like sort of like a I don't know what this is about, but I have like a reaction. Like when I hear Manuel Turis, I'm like, uh, I think that like I've heard enough of his songs that I like haven't really liked. So yeah. that when I hear his name, I'm just like, I probably won't like this. But I like this immediately, actually. There you go. Great. I like this immediately. This wasn't, um, you know, like you're saying that like this eventually was just like an earworm. Like, like uh-huh. sometimes I feel that way. Like I'm like, yeah. sometimes I feel like brainwashed into liking yeah. something. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't like it initially. I would never choose to listen to it again. But like I just hear it so many times that eventually I was like, okay, fine. You got me. I love this now. Right. Um, but you liked but it right away. I like this. I like That's great. I think it's because of my campaign to get you to like bachata has been successful. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely true. That's definitely so anything true. with a that little bachata like, beat. Yeah, that's like a big Rayo Manea accomplishment that it you've is. done is like to like it's, really, it's really exponentially increase my love for bachata. I mean, it's just it's 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 something one of my proudest accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I'm glad you like this because you're going to hear it everywhere now, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cute. <laughs> it's very cute. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for coming along on this Hot Mess Express. Um, probably didn't seem that messy to you, but we usually are very, um, we have a lot of planning and we have it all figured out. And we literally woke up this morning and was like, we don't have an outline. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> We Thank hope you, you enjoyed for... it. We have some yeah. good. I have to say, we came up with some good songs for y'all. So yeah, I think so. We have. I think we have good taste. But of course, yeah, of course, yeah. I'm gonna think that. You know. <laughs> um, as always, all the information about these songs are on the show notes at RileyManan.com, and make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter. Also, we have a cute little newsletter where we tell you what we're reading about and what we're into so sign up for that if you're interested in having you know like a weekly ish thing in your inbox and shout out to Maite for always editing we love you thank you even when it's last minute you're the best (laughs) the best (laughs) okay y'all hasta la proxima hasta la proxima y'all bye bye